Welcome to another episode of Chopping It Up with the Chief here on MSU Today, and the Chief being MSU's Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police Marlon Lynch. And it's great to have you back, Chief. Thanks, Russ. I definitely appreciate, uh, as always, the opportunity to come and and talk with you about what's happening at uh, Police and Public Safety. And communications will be our topic on this episode. In a few minutes, we'll be joined by Inspector Chris Rosman, who's Public Information Officer, and Dana White, who's a brand-new communications manager here at the MSU Police and Public Safety. But, Chief, before we talk with Chris and Dana, just what's been happening at the MSU Police and Public Safety that you'd like to update us on since we last talked sure um well spring semester right and a lot of things are always going on in the spring with that um i was fortunate enough to actually attend a, a service spring break through the uh, international exchange in mexico with uh luis garcia and his role at migrant student services and uh that was definitely uh, a learning experience for me and it being able to spend time uh with the students in that environment so that was good. And then also operationally for us, we have uh, really officially launched our community engagement unit. And what that means is we have officers that are now assigned full time to community engagement. So when they work, they are spending times with our students in residence halls, with our students at the union, whether it's fraternity and sorority life events, registered student organizations, all of that. And their areas of responsibility are primarily based on the residential education and housing services, uh, residence hall neighborhoods. So there is a sergeant that's assigned to each neighborhood. We also have a sergeant in the union um, and a lieutenant with overall responsibility for the unit. So they are actively engaged, meeting and uh, working with students and integrating themselves within the housing professional staff and our student life staff. And so uh, coming up on on a first full month, we've already seen some very positive results with that. And so if, you know, for our students that live in the residence halls, if you're out and about and you want to get to know your community engagement officer or sergeant, uh, they should be easy to find because they're there just about every day. Chief, let's talk about the importance of communications. Communication in general is extremely important, right? Um, And the Uh, Ability to communicate effectively, um, establish that two-way communication. How do we tell our story? How do we prepare our community to understand what and why and how we operate? But most importantly is the communication should be frequent and often. And knowing who within the department has that responsibility is a key component. And so establishing a public information officer Um, allows us to operate at a higher level. And then by having a communications manager, who that is their professional training and their education, allows us to effectively communicate not only just through public information officer perspective, but from a written communication, an overall strategic communications plan, and through social media. So uh, that was an opportunity that we had to enhance that particular area. We've been fortunate enough to find internally someone with the skill set to be our public information officer and Chris Rosman and with Dana White and her professional experience in both uh, print and TV media coming to us uh, was good fortune for us. So let's meet your exceptional team, Chief, and we'll start with the veteran, Chris Rosman, the public information officer. Chris, tell us a little bit about your background and, and your role. 
Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Russ. Uh, yeah, I've been around the university for a while. I started uh, as a student in 1997 and uh, was actually a student employee with uh, MSU Police and Public Safety at the time. So I was fortunate enough uh, upon graduation to get uh, hired by this uh, great organization. And I've been here as a police officer uh, in that role since 2001. So coming up on 21 years. Um, I've had a lot of opportunities over the years uh, from uh, different opportunities on the patrol side to uh, on the detective side, uh, helping start our special victims unit. Um, I oversaw our investigative team for, for a while. I've had a lot of opportunities and uh, definitely fortunate to, to be in this current role uh, in public information. And Dana, what attracted you to this position? And tell us a little bit about your background. Listeners local to Lansing will remember you from Channel 6. Yes, so a few years ago I worked at Channel 6 here in Lansing. I went to Central Michigan University for broadcasting and journalism. Fire up chips. Sorry, State, but I got to rep my Central. Quite all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then once I graduated, well, actually before I graduated, I started working at Channel 6 as a reporter and worked there for two years. And then I moved to Grand Rapids right before the pandemic in 2020 and did most of my reporting on the pandemic in Grand Rapids and then spent about two years there and then found out about this job and was kind of looking for a change, something similar where I'm still doing storytelling, but in a different way and finding something where I could still make a difference in the community. So this job kind of fell on my lap and was a perfect fit. And what would you both say are some of the typical issues you deal with then? You know, I'll start by saying that, you know, traditionally uh, public information has really been more reactive. Um, and that's something that, you know, responding to kind of daily requests from uh, external news sources on just updates on certain things. And what I've realized in, in my role, what I realized early on was that we need to be a lot better and more reactive in, in telling our story because we do so many good things behind the scenes each and every day. And sometimes we, uh, we, we fail at communicating that or sharing that information with the community. So it's very important, especially as we move forward with uh, telling our story in an authentic and genuine way for the purpose of uh, building genuine trust with the community, which is something that we're, we're so focused on. And communication uh, plays right into that. It's just a key, crucial component. I would add on to that saying, too, I just started January 10th, so I'm a couple months in, and a lot of stuff I noticed right away, I did not know that police departments did just because I've never been inside of a police department. And now that I am, I'm like, people need to know these things. So being able to tell our story and put it out there on our website and social media, I think gives people a better perspective on what we actually do to better connect with the community. That's a component of again I, I think you you know you've heard it with uh, with Chris and his talking about being reactive, right? We have to be proactive and communicate regularly, frequently and often um because we're part of the community with that and we should not just be a uh, part of or I guess a tool that is utilized when there's a crisis or there's something wrong and, and different things like that. Because we are part of the community, it makes us more effective. It allows us to operate in an environment that not just that we're familiar with, but that our community that we serve, they're familiar with us. And so by having that level of transparency and communicating regularly and inviting people in and telling our story and how we add to the community helps everything uh, in that overall capacity. And what would you say, Chris and Dana, are some of both the challenges and opportunities in your role in communicating about MSU police and public safety? 
Yeah, some of the challenges are just the speed at which information moves these days. So if something does happen, um, you know, gone are the days of waiting till the next newspaper print. So we recognize that we have to be uh, communicating information immediately um, in, in any situation that occurs. And even as we do uh, all, all the positive that we're doing, there's a timeliness to that messaging. And so we recognize that we need to leverage a lot of different communication platforms. And so we make ourselves available for in-person interviews, for, for phone interviews, but at the same time, we leverage our uh, social media uh, pages and networks to uh, amplify our message. Uh, and that can be a message about something that just occurred, or that can be uh, telling our story about something that's uh, very important that we wanna that we wanna share with the community. So the the mechanism to communicate that is very important, and it's ever changing. Um, and that's what Dana's uh, really here. Um, that, that's what's so beneficial for having Dana here is to tap into a lot more of those platforms and communicate more frequently uh, and tell those and tell those stories. Right, and there's just so much that we do. Just the other day, we had a speaker in the department speaking to our employees for professional development and just stuff like that I feel is important for people to know that we are taking these steps inside and trying to be better. And then with the challenges, I would add on to more of what you said, that we have such a big audience. So we have older people, we have parents, we have students. So finding which platforms works for each different community and adapting towards that. We are embarking on a process too, as we add a lot, um, some, some more public safety functions within our department. And those are things that we've highlighted uh, through our storytelling is the, uh, the the vice president mentioned our community engagement unit. Uh, a lot of the other functions that we really like to talk about are our community support bureau and our community care uh, folks and our social workers and our interns that really focus on um, our, our community and, and helping them in, in different ways and providing those supportive resources. So as we as we move towards just uh, from, from a police department to more the public safety roles, um, we understand that we, we almost have to rebrand ourselves. So the, the community uh, doesn't look at us just as a, as a law enforcement agency um, with, with a heavy-handed approach because that's not our approach. And our approach is to provide a very high level of service and a lot of supportive type services as well that some people may not associate with a, with a, with a law enforcement agency. And so as part of that rebranding, we really want to let people know all the services that we offer and that we are here to help. We are a resource uh, for our community and we want to uh, make sure that that, that, that message gets uh, conveyed in a, in a very genuine way. And a lot of those things you can find at police.msu.edu and look around because there is a lot that you're doing in the community. And, you know, of all the things you talk about, because there's a lot you do and a lot on the website, what are some take-home messages you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing from our perspective is just to really help people. And, and like Dana said, our community, we say community all the time, but that, that really has a far reach off campus as well. So we understand that our community is not just students and faculty staff, but visitors that come here to see performances, that come here to attend events, and parents that may be located in different states or sometimes in different countries. So we have an obligation to connect with, with that community member that may be in in a different region of the state or a different area of the country. And so we realize that our communication efforts really need to stretch uh, beyond just the borders of campus. In a component, you know, we're ambassadors for MSU. And sometimes we're the first point of contact for something as simple as where do I park 
or what the, where how do I get to the specific locations? Then we can be a first point of contact where you're, you need assistance and maybe you're the victim of a crime. That's a different set of responsibilities. But we could also be the point we have commencement and that's a time for everyone to celebrate, right? And for our officers that were here on move-in day, when they moved in as a first year student, and to be here on commencement day, the same, the same thing. There aren't many that have that type of opportunity to live those type of personal and professional accomplishments with people. We get to do that. Not everybody does. Yeah. And Dana and Chris, what, what do you love about this work? You know, what I love is being able to highlight some of the things that go unseen. We've talked so much about our initiatives and things that we do. And what I've realized in my role is um, sometimes it's hard for our officers and our employees to really showcase what they've done. And what I mean by that is some of our employees are so humble in what they do that we often hear of things. They might buy uh, somebody down and like a cup of coffee or do something, and we go to them to try to highlight that, and, and they don't want recognition for it. So what, what's interesting is we try to find those stories within our department that may go untold otherwise and be able to showcase some of the, the genuine spirit and humility that, some of, that, that a lot of our employees, that most of our employees actually have that go unnoticed. I would add, too, that the most rewarding thing for me is that community connection. That's what drew me to reporting, is being able to make a difference in people's lives. And the police department, police and public safety, does that every day. And like Chris said, a lot of the officers don't want recognition for it. So working to get those stories out there and connect with our community is a big thing for me. Chief, any final thoughts for today's episode? Oh, I would just say, you know, it's, you know, telling the good is is just as important as highlighting areas that we can improve. So we want the feedback from our community on how we can do that, but then also being able to share the information with the resources with that, creating, you know, a safe MSU app, which came directly from our communications area, creating an internal newsletter so that we communicate better internally as well, and the use of the social media platform so that we're communicating externally. So um, it's a very important component. Um, you know, we're fortunate to have both Chris and Dana uh, in those in that role and with their abilities to do that. So um, I'm looking forward to, to how we continue on this particular uh, process. Excellent. Well, on this edition of Chapping It Up with the Chief, we've been talking with, of course, Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police at MSU, Marlon Lynch, Public Information Officer Inspector Chris Rosman, and Communications Manager Dana White. And again, much more about what we've talked about at police.msu.edu. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.